0: Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome to the sixth and final part of Hard Path to Gavel. Jared, Devin, and Whit finally made it to the end of the arc, and we finally made it to the end of the bed.
1: Aren't you excited, Gil? Oh, thank gosh. I'm so exhausted. I haven't been able to sleep for more than 20 minutes without being woken up by my own screams. Oh,
0: Gil, come on. Quit being so dramatic. You gotta keep your genetically perfect copy of the real Gil's weak
1: chin up. I'm about to win. I mean, we're about to win. But what are we gonna win? Huh? What's the bet even for?
0: Oh, okay. So there's this alien fart that thinks they're so damn smart just because they have three brains and a space station. I mean, they do have three huge brains, and the space station is a sentient supercomputer. But fuck them, right? Anyways, they said you couldn't do it.
1: But what exactly are we gonna get?
0: Gil, we're gonna get a, uh, uh, huh. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask for anything. Damn it. I meant to ask for one of them three brains, but I guess Flicks Eaton outsmarted me again.
2: No, I don't have an organic body dummy. Really? Anyway. The captain says, guys, what are we going to do? What's the plan?
0: We got to figure out some way to get. Judge P out of his compound and get his ass arrested, but we can't even arrest people because you made us not cops.
1: Well, Um, if the judge wants her dead, what if we flip it and pretend that she killed us and set him up? I mean,
0: impossible, but he doesn't know that.
1: The captain says, ah, I like that. I like that.
2: And the three of us would pretend to be dead?
0: I mean, you really think he's going to believe that I could be killed by Miranda? The captain says- yeah, I don't know. We'd have
2: to come up with a really good story for her.
1: And we can't legally arrest the judge anyway.
0: Right. We can vigilantly kill him, but that won't really help us get our badges back, so. No, actually, that would probably make sure we never got our badges back. Well, if people found out. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. I want that damn badge back. So, I don't know. We're going to need some real, real, real cops. <laughs> The captain says, I still have a lot of
2: connections on the force. Right. What are you guys looking for? Uh, I don't know. We just need this guy arrested. You want me just to call some of the best, most trustworthy cops I can find?
0: Yes, of course. Uh, But hmm, here's an interesting request Could you maybe find the ugliest, shortest cops you could find? <laughs> Why do they have? Ha- I have an idea. <laughs>
2: Well, you're in luck. I found that in life
0: most of the really trustworthy people are the uglier, shorter people. <laughs> Great. Yeah, call those guys. Tell them to put on their darkest tactical gear. Tell them what's up and to meet us at Rawhide Heights. Okay, so you want the captain to call her short ugly cop friends. <laughs> short ugly cop friends. Trust me, yeah. you'll it all explain itself once you're down here. Yeah, I would say this is the type of thing that like
2: you guys wouldn't be able to do, but for the captain Right. The captain has a lot of connections and she right. be able to pull this off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's say the captain is going to use intimidation to try to get some cops down here. She's going to call four of the most dependable, trustworthy, shortest and ugliest police right. officers. Which all go hand in hand naturally anyway. <laughs> like it's not like. Yeah, I mean it, it was a little tough. That's why there's only four people that she's able to get in contact with at like two in the morning.
0: Yeah, it's a tall order.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Kim, great jokes today, man. Digging the puns. Okay, and she calls
2: the first one. And let's just say she has to beat a two for each of these. God damn it. That is a zero. Calls the first one and this. Kowalski's guy... out. Yeah, Kowalski's out.
0: <laughs> um, oh my god. That is a two. Cry check might be in He's on the fence <laughs> Cry check <laughs> Yeah he's on the fence Okay She gets a Oh right Oh we got
2: one So <laughs> Mahoney Picks up the phone And you hear Some grumbling And the captain's like oh, You owe me one Mahoney And he's like Yeah 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 I'll Be right down And luckily He only lives a couple blocks away So he's able to make it there And she calls the fourth cop And that's another two. The fourth one is also just on the fence. So, she spends her one justice point to get the fourth cop down and he is Hightower. Okay. So we and have, he's the
0: shortest one. And he's the shortest <laughs> one.
2: So, there's two cops from DFWPD that are going to make it down to the building. And let's say they're, you know, downstairs coming up now. And they come in and they're like, Captain Murray, hey! You know, and you can tell they're like old friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You nice. know? They're like, there's no one else in the world that'd get out of bed at 2 a.m. to come help out of a bind than old Captain Murray.
0: Yep, she's pretty great. Hey, guys, I don't know if you all know me, but I'm uh, Chief Trevor Steele on the Vigilante team. DFW Vigilante Justice Department. (laughs) You probably heard of me. Of course you heard of me, right? They've heard of me, right? They just, like, look
2: up at you as they're, like, getting their gear ready.
0: (laughs) They're, like, not impressed. these guys are all business. I like that. That's what I was looking for.
2: Okay, and then Andrew Miranda says, now we have some
0: real cops. Oh, you know, cops that aren't on leave. Whatever. Yeah, cops with badges that can arrest people. Okay, all right, all right, fair, fair, fair. Um, hey, you guys have any of that cool, like, tactical paint, you know, to c- cover your face up in the dark? Uh, Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, Captain Murray told us what was
2: up. You know, we know it's a night mission. I mean, we Whoa. don't have a ton of gear, but yeah, we have we have some face paint. Oh, did you bring night vision goggles? We don't have night vision goggles, ah, buddy. Are they in the car? Man, we don't have that type of stuff. We're just yeah, yeah, normal, yeah. real cops. <sighs> well, I'm a co-
0: I'm... Captain says, okay, what's the plan? Okay, so we're going to say that Miranda killed us, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and then I guess she should threaten Judge P. Like, hmm, right. Yeah, what's the story? What did she need to say? My my incredibly efficient uh, Navy SEAL <laughs> guards. That's the only thing that could have killed me and Kip. that's true uh killed the uh those jerks that were coming to kill her and now she's gonna say something like she wants to work a deal out she wants to work out a deal that's what you know crooks do
1: look adrian this is what you say you call up the judge you tell him you want out and he's gonna have to bring you a shit ton of money to buy you off okay and then you'll in turn turn over the captain and our bodies to him and where am i gonna meet him Roof of the building.
0: Okay, there's, yeah. There's three helicopter pads up there. I used to practice karate <laughs> up there all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, Adrian Miranda says, "Oh, that was you." Yeah. Oh yeah, I always come in the helicopter, and that guy I'd always run away. You know, I almost get killed. <laughs> well, I wasn't time. supposed
0: to be up there. I had to break a lock.
2: <laughs> Adrian Miranda says, "Okay, yeah, this is this is gonna work. If I tell him that he needs to meet me on the helipad,
0: one of the three pads
2: <laughs> Yeah, meet me at the top of the building." And that that's what we'll make the handoff.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And Trevor and I will be laying on the ground. When he comes out of his helicopter, we'll whip his ass into submission, <laughs> and he'll be arrested. Well, we got to wait
0: till he says something incriminating so that Hightower and Mahoney over here can bust him for real. Captain Murray says,
2: could you guys just record him on your smartphones? <sighs>
1: I've only got this old flip phone. Same as one uh, Trevor has. Yeah, uh, uh, no,
0: I do not have a phone that can record. Okay, hang on. Let's see. So I'm clicking through my flip phone, looking for uh, Dandridge's number, and I finally get down to the H's and I find Harvard Do. And I I meant to put in Harvard Douche, but the shitty fucking phone doesn't even have enough characters (laughs) for me to put that whole thing in there. Anyway. Wait, you're calling Dandridge? Yeah, I'm going to call Dandridge because he he actually played me a few recordings of me when I called him and I was crying. I guess I'd had a little too much to drink <laughs> at Blu-rays. I don't even remember doing this. And he was like, are you okay? And he was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's not a big deal. And I'm not even sure if it ever happened. Maybe as an app that just like faked my voice. But the call sounded crystal. The captain says, I'm
2: sure that was real. Dandridge is a great friend who truly cares, so of course he wanted to know if you're okay. <sighs> yeah, you know, he's all right sometimes, I guess. Okay, so you want to call Dandridge Yeah. so he can record the call on his end. Yeah. Captain Murray says, I don't have a better plan. I mean, we definitely need to go with this, but I hope you guys are right. Of course they are going to be right. Everything always works out for us, Cap. Let me know when you guys are done planning and we can get this thing kicked off. Is there anything else we need to do?
0: I don't think so. I need to call Dandridge, tell him to turn on his recorder, his feelings recorder.
1: Would it make us look more dead if we put some cold cuts on our faces?
0: Yeah.
2: You guys want to also prep your disguises? Yeah, we we need to look really dead. Okay, so you guys would be disguised up there. So cold cuts on your faces to look dead? (laughs) Cold cuts, (laughs) uh, some catsup. (laughs) Catsup?
1: Yeah, catsup, what? (laughs) Some American cheese slices, some pickle chips. Oh, what about like... Bratwurst in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like a dead tongue. So we're talking about just kitchen stuff that's in her apartment. For mm-hmm. okay. We're pretty much going to raid her fridge and put it on her bodies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll for the disguise. Okay. So would that be deception or stealth? Um, hmm. You could tell me. Make a convincing argument for what skill it is. And we both have to roll it. I would say one person could come up with the disguises. Okay. Okay. It's parting skills because it's like party food, hors d'oeuvres type stuff. I'll say Kip knows all of the good food gags um, okay. from just being at so many parties and he's able to work it in to good disguises, funny okay. disguises, <laughs> okay, silly disguises. There's the old ham face gag, <laughs> the take a slice of turkey and you bite the middle of the slice of turkey out and then you put your tongue out through the turkey and you're like... <laughs> 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 You guys are trying to do this really fast so it's hard and you have a limited
2: selection because let's say like the food in the kitchen is a little more fancy than Kip is used to. Mm, yeah. Like sandwich meats that Kip has never seen. Weird um, Norwegian mustards and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's say you have to beat a four for the disguises Ooh. for both of you. Oh god.
1: What? It's a five. Oh, is Damn. it?
2: Damn! Oh. Okay. Kip makes really amazing disguises out of the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We look like Look really meat dead.
1: Are blown out look really dead. All over us. Do you know that picture of like a human face, but it's all just vegetables? Yeah, yeah. It's a painting. Uh huh. That's what we look like. <laughs> it's like so well done.
2: Okay, okay. You know what? I would say you can't do that with just beating with a plus one. If you wanted to be that good, you have to. You have to spend
0: a justice point. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll spend a justice point. I want to look okay. great.
2: Okay. Yeah, you guys both have the vegetable face. <laughs> Kip, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. What else is part of this plan?
1: Could we rig some spring mechanism under our corpses so that we can spring up really fast? <laughs> Ooh.
2: Yeah. Spring up into
1: a kick motion. This is so you guys can spring up from the ground? Like yeah. when you Yeah, because we'll be completely prostrate. Okay. Um <laughs> roll tech. Tech. Oh,
0: hey, I, I do have tech. All right. Uh, what am I rolling for? Um, let's say I have to beat a four. Oh God! Okay, I have a plus two on tech. Yeah, I got a eh, fuck. I got a four, right? Yeah, I got okay. a four. Great. <laughs> so, fuck it. Justice point. Okay cuz I want this to look badass when I pop up and I'm Zombie Trevor ready to show Judge P who's boss, who's chief. Spring
1: into action. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so let's say there's like springs from a mattress. You guys are just like ransacking Adrian Miranda's apartment and you guys are like yanking springs out of mattresses mm-hmm. and, and like her couches. And her couches and you guys have made a contraption. So if you're laying on the ground, you guys can get up immediately and like I guess maybe get a bonus
0: to the first attack. Cool. Is there anything else in the plan? Uh, we look dead. We got our spring lock vertical loaders, so I'm gonna call it because it sounds cool. Uh, I don't know about you guys, Chief Trevor's ready to go.
2: Yeah, I don't think we need to re- prepare anything else. Okay. Adrian Miranda gets on her phone and calls Judge P, and I guess she has it on speaker phone so you can hear everything. And she says, "Judge Pavilonis, it's Adrian Miranda," and Judge Pavilonis says. Oh, hello, Miss Miranda. What can I do for you tonight? It's very late. Why are you waking me up? And she says, Yeah, well, uh I got the message, but it looks like you have a really big problem because I killed Kip and Trevor. They're both dead, and I've captured their boss, Captain Murray. And Judge Pavlona says, What? No! My dead star! It was indestructible! <laughs> You're just a filthy moisture farmer. It's too <laughs> bad Trevor's not around to hear that joke. You know, we have a shared sense of humor. <laughs> Adrian Miranda says, yeah, I killed him myself and it was real easy. Those dumbasses walked right in and I shot him right in the back. They were so dumb and so overconfident. I don't even have any guards. I killed him myself.
0: Trevor like raises an eyebrow like <laughs> and, <laughs> and mouths
1: mouth the word really. Yeah, Kip raises an asparagus and is like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> Adrian Miranda says,
2: enough talk. You want to be dead? Well, it's going to cost you a lot more to get rid of me now. I need you to bring $5 million in cash to the top of Rawhide Heights in 15 minutes. We'll make the handoff there. You got to take their bodies and Captain Murray, and then you'll never see me again. Judge Pavlona says, fine. I'll see you in 15 minutes. (laughs) Fast chopper.
0: Man, that Judge
2: P's kind of a dick. Okay, she hangs at the phone and you guys head to the top of the
0: building. Get in position. Yeah.
2: So you guys are (laughs) now scrambling to get ready. Um, why don't you set the
1: stage for me? What does the roof look like? Uh it's flat and there are (laughs) large air handlers for the air conditioning system. Okay. I imagine it's just got one door that comes up from the stairwell. Right, yeah. A Um, door coming out of like a little brick protrusion. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and there's
1: gargoyles.
2: Okay, like around the edge, like stone gargoyles?
0: Yeah, yeah, they look super cool. They're facing out, keeping an evil, eerie watch over the city. Very cool. Is
1: Rawhide Heights kind of like a gothic-style building?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I was moving down to the deep south, and I wanted to do it right, and I heard the word southern Gothic. I was like, cool, this looks neat. And I also like to pretend that I was, like, flipping behind, like, a bad guy, and I would, like, kind of kick these gargoyles (laughs) in the back of the head. When I'd had a bad day, you know, like maybe I'd cried the night before on the phone with Dandridge.
1: And, um. Would you like crouch on one of the gargoyles and like look down at the city below (laughs) and think about vigilante justice?
0: Yes. I definitely did that. It looked fucking cool shit. I had these really cool sweet Hannah tattoos around my forearms that day. I remember. (laughs) Looked totally badass. So, it's still night.
2: It's pitch dark. I guess you guys are just like laying on the ground, look dead. Yeah. That's right. With our mechanisms.
1: Okay. There are three helipads up here, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. And Adrian Miranda on the way up is like, okay, give me your gun. Uh, ha, 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 ha. You're funny, Miranda. No, no. It has to look like I'm holding Captain hostage with the gun. You don't have a gun?
1: I mean, it'd be cool if I had your gun. Like, I killed you. I have your gun. Here, take mine. And Kip pulls a a squash out of one of his pockets (laughs) and he says, sorry, wrong pocket. And he pulls out the gun out of the other pocket. Yeah, she's fine with that. She takes Old Wormy. Wait,
0: my gun is bigger and shinier and it's going to look so much cooler (laughs) in helicopter lights.
1: Are you getting competitive about
0: this? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, don't try any funny business.
2: Okay. The captain's like on her knees in front of her with her back facing her and she's holding the gun on the captain and waiting for the helicopter.
0: And where are the cops? All right, Hightower, Mahoney, you guys are up. You see those gargoyles? Yeah, we see the gargoyles. Hop over there, crouch down, hope you've been doing your yoga, hope your hips are nice and wide open, because you need to crouch down and look like gargoyles.
2: Okay, all the way on the edge of the building? Yeah, you
0: guys have good balance, right? You're SWAT. (laughs) Oh, we're not SWAT, we're just police officers. Oh, ooh, (laughs) It's not too windy tonight, right? Yeah, they're fine with getting to the edge of the building. So, Oh, hey, wait a minute. What if, if this doesn't take too much time, our spring lock-loaded vertical mechanism, if we could, like, <laughs> uh, you know, tie a rope to them so when it pops, like, it also pulls them off the edge of the roof. And it would be a safety thing in case they slip and fall.
2: Um, I feel like that's a little complicated. <laughs> if you want to do that, let's spend another justice point to
0: add some detail to that. Okay. Um. Yeah, absolutely. Here you go. So explain Here's it to my me. my vigilante point. So it just pulls their feet <laughs> out from under them? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, like, tied around their waist, you know, because I thought these guys were SWAT and they would have better balance, but they're just regular uh, feet cups. And um, they might just, you know, slip or, you know, lose their circulation or something and fall and we don't want them to die. So, they're tied up for safety. And also, I've rigged it into the uh, upright, super badass vertical spring machine when we hit our button that they will be yanked backwards, you mm-hmm. know, off of the edge and, like, hopefully... These guys will have enough blood in their legs that they can, like, land in a standing position (laughs) and, you know, be like, you're under arrest, like, right after we also pop up. And also, guys, you're going to need to be naked. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mahoney and Hightower are like, what? Well, look at these gargoyles. Look at those bulbous back muscles. Okay? (laughs) If you're wearing a bulletproof vest, it's not going to make any sense. Why did you have us put on all our gear? Because it looks cool.
1: The gear will be right
0: over here. Relax. Step out of your comfort zone,
1: Mahoney. Besides, (laughs) you got to gear up to gear down.
0: (laughs) You can still hold your guns, obviously. Oh, and your badge. But, you know, your back's going to be to us. so You just hold those in between your legs while you're crouching (laughs) over the side of the building. And don't worry. I've got you tied up in my super cool spring-loaded vertical activation spring machine.
2: Okay. I think this is going to take some convincing. Um... Trevor could seduce them into it.
0: Uh, I have a two on seduction. I have to talk about how I'm trying to seduce someone how cool it's going to look. Yeah, and their bulbous, awesome backs and like how great their bodies look, how
1: hot their bodies are. Yeah, and really You guys are going to look so
0: hot. Have you ever arrested a dude naked? Trust me, it's awesome.
2: They're like, "Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? I arrest naked people all the time and it's not
0: fun. No, have you been naked while you arrested someone?
1: Oh, that's a twist.
0: Yeah.
1: There's no better power play.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you expose yourself to the crime. I mean, it's just the most (laughs) pure distilled form of justice ever. Okay. um, (laughs) Roll seduction.
2: You're seducing them to this idea. Yes. And you have to beat a two. Okay. Okay. I got a three. Okay. Cool. With a three... Mahoney and Hightower, they're like, hmm, this is worth getting out of bed for. Never done this before. <laughs> yeah. They start stripping down. Yeah. Looking and, good, fellas. And they, <laughs> and they go over to the side of the building and crouch down. And they're hooked up to your contraption.
1: I <laughs> mean uh, yeah. Do they have their badges and firearms tucked between their legs? <laughs> yes. better. Okay, you, you guys, guys are... look like
0: the most badass naked gargoyle cops I've ever <laughs> seen. I'll give the dudes a quick uh, shoulder pat, and it'll be a little too hard because I'm getting excited. And they'll kind of like. <laughs> Lean forward just for a second. I'll be like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I got you. Sorry, guys.
1: All right. I'm going to get in a position. You all look
0: great. You look great.
1: Also, you have radish fingertips, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, so. This feels really weird. And it looks like a head of cabbage is talking to them. <laughs> but other than that, it's really empowering. Okay. You can
2: hear the chopper in the distance. You don't see it yet. It doesn't see you, but you can hear the chopper coming in.
0: Places, people. Okay, we lay down on our
2: springboard. I was about to say, everyone except you is ready to go. You guys are walking around touching people and directing stuff. Right, 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 right. I just want—I want it to look right. Okay. Um. All right. Captain Murray is like, Jesus, guys,
1: come on, get ready. All right. Okay. We lay down on our springboard contraption.
0: Let's get horizontal kip. (laughs) Trevor's gonna like try to look dead, but also look just like you know, just cool. Like have his like knee bent way too much, show off like thigh muscle and. It just looked really cool <laughs> instead of just like a dead body. It looked like I fell off a building, which doesn't make any sense.
1: It looks like you died in a really attractive, thought-out pose. <laughs> to the end, he was a muscular, attractive dude. Kip looks so dead that you guys think that he might have. <laughs> Kip, you good, buddy? Still there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. He's fine.
2: <laughs> okay. The captain says, "You guys all ready? Ready, Cap." He'll wake up with a springboard. History. Yeah. <laughs> the helicopter is very loud and it lands, you know, there's a huge like downwash of air. Some of the vegetables come off. There's vegetables like all over the roof. <laughs> the roof is like covered in garbage now and the helicopter comes with stop and you see Judge Pavlonis get out of the helicopter with another person and you can see that the pilot stays in the helicopter and Judge Pavlonis walks up and he looks down at the vegetables all over the roof and he's like, oh, you live here, Miranda? Miranda's holding the gun to the captain. She
0: says, enough small talk. Why don't you go ahead and give me the briefcase and I'll get out of here. I'm gonna very slyly reach into my pocket and I will hold down the number one because yes, Dandridge is the number one speed dial in my phone. <laughs> Not kidding. Because he's actually... <laughs> Well, Kip's not really great at listening to my feelings <laughs> when, I, when I get a little, and I really don't want to cry when I call Kip, you know, and stuff like that. I like to keep up the macho thing, but I just hold down the one on the thing and it'll uh, you know, it call Dandridge. And I was going to make it real stealth, but that's pretty good. Okay. So, Dandridge is on
2: the phone and he's listening. And the judge walks up and he's like, okay, just to be clear, once I give you this briefcase of $5 million, I'm never going to see you again. And Adrian Miranda says- That's right. And he gives her the briefcase. He points to the person who got off the helicopter with him. And he's like, Nick Shepard, get the bodies. (gasps) And Nick Shepard runs and he grabs Kit by the legs.
1: Oh, no. Okay. I guess I'm going to go ahead and eject. Are you awake? Oh, no. Fuck. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I would wake up if somebody started dragging me. And I'll try to pull the lever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You pull the lever. It's it's okay. Okay. So, yeah, if I could elect what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to reach back behind me. I'm already half off this springboard now. I'm going to pull the lever, which I assume will rocket my head right into his crotch. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nick Shepard thinks he's so smart. Kip had the button
2: and when you hit it, Kip, your head is propelled towards Nick Shepard and we'll roll this as, let's just say this is martial arts. Nick Shepard is going to try to use his martial arts skills to defend himself.
1: Okay. Oh,
2: good luck. <laughs> it's a four. Ooh, that is a four to a two. <laughs> so Gipps vegetable covered head smashes Nick Shepard in the crotch, who tried to like get out of the way, but not with the spring power. He he couldn't be fast <laughs> enough. And so he gets hit with a shift of two and he goes down. And Judge Pavilonis is very surprised.
0: <laughs> what in the world? That's right. Judge, we're not dead. We're zombies, and we're gonna eat your braids. I'll wait for a laugh, <laughs> and he doesn't laugh, and I'll go, oh right, were you ever even really laughing at me? Were you just <laughs> using me? You fucking judge crime piece of shit, anyway, oh, also did um our boys uh <laughs> Our boys get pulled off the uh, edge of the roof, all yeah, right? Yeah. So, how does this pull? Yeah, them? I like, didn't really have time to think about all that. I kind of lied when I said they would just spin around and land on their feet. <laughs> it basically just yanked them back really hard. But I was hoping they could uh,
2: by their feet or was it around their no no, waist? no it, was, it was around their waist. Sorry. Okay, so it drags them and they're still sitting down. And it drags them towards the middle of the roof. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> ouch!
0: Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Watch that gravel and vegetables. <laughs> Guess what, Judge? You're under arrest, and this time we got real, well, you know, real for now cops. Mahoney and Hightower.
2: Judge Pavlonis reaches inside of his suit and pulls out a Tech 9 and says, Not so fast! Everyone stay back! He starts backing up towards the helicopter.
0: You think you're pretty damn
2: smart, don't you? Well, have to tie up a loose end real quick. And he raises the gun, and he shoots it at Nick Shepard.
0: Ugh. This guy is a shitty boss. Ooh. And he rolls a two. I guess Nick Shepard, being unconscious, wasn't really defending himself. He got knocked unconscious with Tib's head blow to his crotch? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I've been training. Yeah, you got to show me that move. And he
2: shoots Nick Shepard with his tech nine.
0: Ah, the guy's just laying there, man. Is Nick Shepard dead? I mean, he got shot. Okay. A lot. (laughs) He got shot, yeah. (laughs) With a tech nine. Yeah. Those things have real rapid bursts. Did he say,
1: the crotch thing was worse?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's shot, but I mean, this is
2: a TV show. If someone wanted to try to give him medical care, I don't see why he still couldn't live. No, I don't care. Fuck that guy. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't really. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's say the captain, uh, no one's moving. I guess the captain isn't, no one's like rushing to help him yet. Yeah. And Judge Pavlonis is walking backwards.
0: Um, Can I uh, try to grab as big of a handful of vegetables off my uh, zombie vegetable outfit and throw it over his head into the helicopter blades, <laughs> hoping that it just, you know, <laughs> sprays vegetable chunks everywhere yeah. so all, like- all over him and, like, you know, get in his eyes and he'll be flustered and okay. whatever. Roll athletics. Okay. Let's say you have to beat a four. No problemo, coming right up yeah I fuck me I got a four so I do have this vigilante point because I've been saving money. I'll take that justice point. yep there's your vigilante point thank you very much Put this in this pile with the other justice points yep yep uh, it's a nice looking pile of vigilante points <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have my badge back yet sir <laughs> okay <laughs> let's say that the vegetables go up into the
2: rotors of the helicopter. He gets sprayed by just shredded vegetables and he raises his hands up in front of his eyes.
1: Now it's Kip's turn. Okay. Yeah, I want to, like, pull two long cucumbers out from off of my body and, like, use these to attack the judge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a six.
0: It's
1: a six? Yeah. Shit.
0: Oh, not
2: shit. Uh, he actually got a three, which is really good for someone without any martial arts skill, but it's not good enough. No match. <laughs> I guess he just gets totally pummeled by the cukes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he's just like, <laughs> ah, uh, uh. Yeah. There's like a, we have like a shot of like one goes in his eye. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, and one goes in his throat and one goes in his stomach and Kip is just like pummeling him. And these weren't ripe. I am pre- presumably uh Adrian was saving these for for her salad's next week. and know would be
2: right. <laughs> so they're like super hard. Mhm. Okay. I guess Judge Pavlonis is pummeled and on the ground.
0: More like pummeled onus. <laughs> was he so conscious did he hear my joke? He did. And he goes,
2: "Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. them nude dudes." <laughs>
2: Okay, uh, Mahoney and Hightower walk up kind of shyly now in the bright lights of the helicopter (laughs) and and handcuff Judge Pavilonis. And they
0: also pull out his helicopter pilot and handcuff him. You look great, guys. You look really, really great. And I'll just look at Kip and raise my eyebrows like, "Mm?"
1: Except for the road (laughs) rash.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are going to
2: jump right now to the closing credit scene. It's like an interior shot of the DFW TF HQ and all the lights are off. And then just like you start hearing some noises and the lights turn on and the doors open up and all the TF members are like coming back in and it's back to business. Mm -hmm. The captain walks in the door, Dandridge walks in behind her and and Dandridge is carrying a big cardboard box. Wait, are we there yet? And then Kip and Trevor
0: walk in. Oh, we need a more dramatic entrance than that.
1: Yeah. I was thinking the front door of the mall The double doors like open up and there's just like this mass of like reporters and stuff like that. And there's people like hitting the flashes on their cameras and stuff and people trying to put microphones up over the crowd. And we push our way through into the HQ.
2: The TF gets like a hero's welcome from the crowd and you guys push through reporters. They're all there to get footage of you guys like going into the HQ and the mayor's there and he's walking up with Dandridge and he walks up to Captain Murray and he says, Captain, I have your badges here. And he points behind him and Dandridge is walking up at the cardboard box and he's reaching into the box and he gives the captain her badge back and he reaches in and he gives Kip his badge back. Mm -hmm. And he looks over at Trevor and he says, you know, there's only one issue. Um, I'm not going to give Trevor his badge back. What? I was talking to my consultants and I was telling them what was going on. And, you know, I really appreciate you guys stopping that judge, but this guy threatened to kill me and that is not cool. (laughs) And so, I'm sorry, but he is suspended without pay. I didn't do it with a badge. If you give me the badge back, I'll be cool, I swear. (laughs) He looks at Trevor and he's like, well, you'd have to really apologize for real.
0: I am so sorry. Please give me my fucking badge
1: back. Trevor, why are you winking (laughs) when you say
0: that? I'm not winking and I'm holding (laughs) my other hand behind my back. Just because I want to adjust my belt, not because I'm crossing my fingers. (laughs) So you're sorry? I'm so sorry, Mayor Dude. I would never talk to a superior that way if I had a badge. Now, if I don't have a badge, never mind. I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) He kind of squints his eyes at Trevor and he's like, well, the consultants are probably going to be pretty mad about this. But you know what? (laughs) <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, fuck your consultants. Take it, take it, take it. I'll he, give him a big, give, big, yeah, big he, hug. He, he gives Trevor's <laughs> badge, yeah. And he, he takes the hug and says, like, yeah, you guys are great. <laughs> yeah,
0: buddy, you're all right, too. Cue the piano music. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, three, one. Yeah, we won the bet. And what a great episode. Oh, man. Well, I can't wait to get back to Earth. I heard Skinamax is adapting my favorite fantasy books, Featherbound, The Crystal Nest Chronicles. What? Oh man, it's awesome. And you know how much I love tasteless bird nudity.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Oh right, that Gil must be in a body bag. Anyways, bye.
1: Oh wait, let me get my stuff.
0: Oh, Gil, buddy. This is awkward. Um, I'm going back to Earth and you are not. No, no, I gotta get back to Earth. Back to Earth? You ain't never even been to Earth. And I've only known you six weeks, so you're pretty much an alien to me. And look, there's already another Gil down there, and because of space-time continuum stuff and uh, light-speed
1: physics, uh,
0: Listen, it's a three-hour space ride, and if I can't put my feet up in the other seat, I'll get the crampies.
1: But what'll happen to me, out here, all alone?
0: Gil, listen to me. I was zoning out, and I didn't hear what you just said. But trust me, I will never see you again. But I'll see the rest of y'all next week. Bye!
1: Oh, now I'm all alone. But what am I gonna do?
0: Yo, stick it. Three
1: players. Coming right up! When your car
0: goes up in jettison Cause you slipped in the airlock and the transporter my function Turn the whole crew into muck Whenever this dumb galaxy makes you wanna scream and shout